Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day and also connect with a global community. This podcast is a mix of our Instagram lives and IGTV videos, along with other recorded content. Sometimes we just give tips on how to improve your English, and other times we talk about a wide variety of topics, sometimes with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English, some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few we only speak Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. What's up, talkers? So today in the podcast, I wanted to talk about something that's a little bit less scripted and a little bit more just me speaking from the heart about kind of my philosophy on life, if you will. So if you're not interested in hearing my philosophy on life, this would be a good time to stop listening. But for those of you who are interested, I hope you stay with me. It should only be about 10 minutes or so here. But um, I wanted to talk about minimalism. And basically for some of you probably know or have started to figure out that I consider myself a minimalist in a lot of ways. Now, what is a minimalist? Minimalista, no sé si ese es el término que ustedes usan en español, but basically a person who doesn't have a lot of material possessions. Una persona que no tiene muchas posesiones materiales, ropa, no sé, televisión muy grande, muchos carros, una casa grande, etc., etc. Um, a person who just tries to live a simple life and doesn't have a lot of different possessions. Now, this is something that I developed kind of in my early to mid-20s is a minimalist lifestyle and for the most part continued living it throughout my 20s. Now I'm 32 years old now. Let me rewind a little bit for you guys just to explain why I think I decided to take on this lifestyle. And as usual, I'll kind of explain some of the maybe more difficult concepts in Spanish as we go along as well. But Basically, so as most of you know, I'm from Minnesota, from the U.S., and I grew up in an upper-middle-class family, right? You know, we weren't super rich or anything, uh, but money was never a real problem for us, and I was even lucky enough, um, my mom paid for me to go to college, so I was very lucky in that regard. And I think that part of the reason I adopted this minimalist lifestyle when I was in my early to mid-20s is because I I realized I wanted to test myself and see if I could live without a lot of material possessions because I grew up in a place where, you know, I grew up in a pretty nice house and everything, but I started learning more and more about the world. Um, I studied international relations in college, and it opened my eyes to the fact that there are so many people Um, not just all around the world, even in the U.S. as well, but there are so many people that live on so much less than I always had. So much less. And the interesting thing about it is a lot of these people seem often happier than the people that I grew up around in my society. I'll get back to that more at the end here. But basically, I said to myself, okay, there are all these people around the world who are living with so much less Why do I need 
so many material possessions? Why do I need so many things? I also think part of it was because all of us are trying to, we're craving something psychologically that we never had when we were growing up. O sea, algún deseo psicológico para lograr o ser algo que nunca teníamos o nunca éramos cuando crecíamos. And in my case, since money was never an issue for me, since I grew up in an upper middle class family, one thing that was an issue was being able to get out of my comfort zone into new places and into different situations. Because when you grow up uh, like I did in a suburban area in the United States, oftentimes you don't really get out of your comfort zone that much. You don't experience that many new, adventurous, interesting things. You can, but I definitely didn't do it very much when I was growing up. And so that's one thing that I wanted to start doing in my 20s. And since I had been learning all of these languages, Spanish, Portuguese, Arabic, and some French, and I wanted to start traveling more and more, that was sort of my way of saying, hey, I'm going to do something that I never did when I was growing up. I'm going to like feed a psychological need to get out of my comfort zone, to be more worldly, to be more adventurous, etc., etc. And it also sort of worked together with being a minimalist because, minimalist because what I learned is in order for me to be able to travel to a lot of different places around the world, which I did a lot in my 20s, the best way to do that was to be a minimalist and not have a lot of possessions and to be able to travel cheaply. And if you're interested, you can reach out to me directly with t tips on how to travel more cheaply, whether it's looking for cheap flights, staying in hostels, staying in Airbnbs, etc., etc. There are lots of ways to travel very cheap. Um, and I basically never traveled in an expensive way where you would stay at a nice hotel or anything like that. And that's a whole nother topic for another day. But anyway, That's sort of why I became a minimalist and was that way almost throughout all of my 20s. And like I said, I was lucky enough to get off to a good start. My mom paid for me to go to college. I got a degree. Now, then I became an interpreter and translator when I was about 22 or 3 years old. And because of that, since I worked not for a company, but I worked independently as a contractor, o sea, un contratista independiente, I was able to set my own schedule. And so if I wanted, I could save up some money and take, you know, a month or two where I would go to a different country, right? O sea, ahorraba dinero por periodos, trabajaba mucho por periodos, y luego iba a otro país, digamos, Chile, Brasil, Colombia, por un mes, dos meses, etc., 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 después de ahorrar, ¿verdad? And that's coincidentally the way that I met Diego Duque, the owner of Keep Talking, and became part of this whole thing, right? Um, but, so that's kind of what I did throughout my 20s. And um, that's sort of my story of minimalism. Now, the reason I wanted to bring this topic to you guys is because lately, I would say over the past couple years of my life, I've kind of fallen back into this idea that um, because of societal pressures, you know, that that I should be making more money or, you know, maybe even have more things, sort of live that materialist lifestyle, right? Because as, you know, a person who's in, I'm 32 years old now, I'm in my 30s living in the USA, the quote unquote American dream is to, you know, make a lot of money and have a nice house, uh, maybe have a really nice car, et cetera, et cetera. That's what a lot of people are doing. Um, and then, of course, they're they're saving up money for retirement, 
to make to, to put it to you quite bluntly, there are a lot of 32-year-olds out there with a lot more money than me, both in their immediate bank accounts and in their savings accounts, right? And so the societal pressures of that have started to get to me over the last year or two or three. And I've been thinking less and less about minimalism, sort of almost losing my identity as a minimalist. I'm having an identity crisis. It's a midlife identity crisis. Una crisis de identidad. I was even mixing up my Spanish versus English R there. Midlife crisis, crisis, crisis. Midlife crisis. Because I feel like I am more of a minimalist at heart but now I'm feeling the pressures of society to start making more and more money, if that makes sense. And maybe even buy a house? No, I didn't say that. No, that'll probably be, well, who knows if I'll ever buy a house uh, because that's just not a minimalist thing to do. Oh, well, I shouldn't say that. There are certainly minimalists who can buy um, a self-sufficient, sustainable house uh, where you don't need to have tons and tons of possessions, etc., etc. But regardless of whether you're living in a house, apartment, townhome, or whether you're hopping from hostel to hostel, I still prefer to live with that minimalist lifestyle because it's just kind of who I am at heart. Now, I see a lot of people... I think one of the problems we have in our society, especially in the U.S. and around the world, is I see a lot of people who have a lot of possessions and are just miserable, just living a miserable life. O sea, tantas cosas, tanto dinero y tanto estrés, viviendo una vida horrible. And that's not everyone. No todos son así, ¿verdad? There are certainly people, and I'm not even hating on rich people, right? Because rich people, if you want to get rich and you have a good plan for how to use your money and you're living and you're sticking to your vision in life, you really have a vision, you know what you want to do, and you're going to use the money the right way for you, for your family, for your business, for whatever you're building, go for it. Get rich, and maybe I'll even get rich someday with you. But the point is, I see a lot of people in this world who are making a lot of money, oftentimes working jobs they hate, all to try to continue in this race, in this chase for more possessions, for a bigger house, for a nice car, for better clothes, you know, that way they can appear better on the social hierarchy, if you will, right? And that's always something that for me is kind of a scary thing. It's like, why would I dedicate my entire life to building wealth, doing things that I hate, stressing myself out, living a crappy life, clocking in on Monday at 8 o'clock in the morning saying, when is it going to be 5 o'clock p.m.? Every Monday thinking, when is it going to be Friday? Every week thinking, when am I going to be 65 years old? That way I can retire. That seems to be the lifestyle a lot of people live in this pursuit of high social status, money, savings, etc., etc., and for me, it just never resonated with me. So I guess I titled this podcast Minimalism Versus Success because for me throughout my 20s, being a minimalist was my version of success. I was able to travel a lot, to see a lot of new things, to meet a lot of new people. Although I will say 
that meeting people is something that I should have done better. Throughout all of my travels, I did meet some people, of course, but I wish I would have put a better focus on those relationships. So as I get into the you know second or third or whatever you want to call it phase of my adult life, that's my plan to when I get the opportunities to travel or even when I'm not traveling, just focus more on building better relationships with people. This is a tip that I will give all of you for when you travel to different places and especially as you work on your English, more important than your English ability in itself is the relationships you make with other people wherever you go. Mucho más importante. Tus relaciones con las personas que conozcas cuando viajes son mucho más importante que tu nivel de inglés. I think I'll just leave that at that. So just focus on those relationships. That's probably one of the few regrets that I have about my travels. And like I said, I've made some decent relationships. Otherwise, I would have never met Diego with Keep Talking. But I guess sort of getting back to the point here is for me, being a minimalist was a version of success because in all of my years as an interpreter, which I still do um, now, long story there, but... I never really hated my job. I never really, you know, hated my work life like a lot of people do. And it also gave me the opportunity to travel a lot. I've never made a lot of money off of it. You know, I have a mediocre salary, un salario mediocre, verdad? Uh, but it's given me some more freedom, some opportunities to do some of the things that I wanted to see the world more. And that to me was success. And now as I get a little bit older, I can feel myself being pressured by society thinking, oh, you know, I'm 32 now, I'm supposed to have more money, maybe I'm supposed to have a house. Um, having a family is a whole other topic, but maybe I'm supposed to have more things, right? But then I have to sit back and ask myself, is that really success for me? Sure, you know, if you, if you ask me, hey, Sean, do you want a $1 million check right now or do you want $1 million in your bank account? I would say, well, yeah, of course, give me the money <laughs> then I'll figure out the best way to use it. But the point is, is we have to define what is success for us. And I feel myself, even though I meditate deeply a lot and I reflect deeply on my life, I feel myself getting pressured by society a lot these days, by these norms, by this idea that I should be making more money or having a more quote unquote successful career. What is a successful career? What is success? What is success for you? That's the big question we should all be asking ourselves. I think a lot of us go through life never really asking that question. Wherever you live, whether it's Colombia, Estados Unidos, wherever, we all get sort of sucked into a system. Okay, you go to school, you do as well as you can. If you're lucky, you get to go to college. You're supposed to do well, get good grades. Usually you probably start a job sometime when you're 18, 20, 22 years old. You're supposed to do really well in that career. You're usually conforming to society, right? You're conforming to what society, what your family wants, what your friends think you should do. A lot of times we're not just doing what our heart tells us what we should do and what we want to do. And I'll be honest, I haven't totally figured out what that is for myself yet, right? I've done some things that I enjoyed. I think my life has been pretty good so far, but we all have to ask ourselves, what is our definition of success? Because the last thing that I want and the last thing that I want for any of you is to be 60, 70 years old saying, huh, I never really did anything that I wanted in my life. I was just following what society told me to do. 
And so when I say minimalism versus success, what I mean by that is, well, minimalism was a version of success for me. Making a mediocre income, but having a lot of freedom and being able to do what I wanted to do and meet new people and go to new places and do new things and not being tormented by a desk job. <laughs> I don't think, I've only done one year of work where I sit at a desk all day. Solo un año de un trabajo, digamos, normal en una oficina sentado en un escritorio todo el día. I don't think I could do another one. No creo que hago otro más. Uh, it would be... <laughs> I, don't, I probably shouldn't use the word torture, but we'll use torture metaphorically. It's metaphoricamente una tortura para mí. Um, so, anyway, and I feel like a lot of people are almost kind of, quote, unquote, torturing themselves for years and years, just that way they can retire. And then they look back and they're like, oh, wow, I'm old now. <laughs> I did all that for, for what? What was the point? And I guess to me, another thing I hope you guys think about is in this world, it's actually really powerful to need less. Of course, the most powerful people in the world, you know, according to what they say, are the people that have more, that have more money, that have more control over things. They own the big companies well, they own governments. Politics is a whole other story, but the people that have the power are the people that have the money and the companies and the possessions and the clout and the connections. Clout just means basically like, mm, digamos, poder. I don't even know what a good definition of clout is. Poder a través de conexiones y dinero y pues política, no sé qué más, ¿verdad? Um, but they've got the clout, they've got the money. They're the ones that are in power, right? But as an individual person, a lot of times, one of the most powerful things we can have is to need less. To need less. And that's something that very few people in the society that I come from possess. Because when you live in upper middle class America or, you know, suburban America or whatever, pretty much all over America, I would say, and this certainly applies to a lot of other countries as well, everybody wants to have the biggest house, the most money, the biggest TV the most nice clothes, etc., etc., And we get accustomed to being in this system where we want to keep accumulating all these things. The really powerful thing a lot of times is to be able to live with less and be happy and be satisfied with less. It really opens up your mind to a lot of different things. I mean, when you don't need much to live, well, life becomes pretty simple just my philosophy on it. Some people listening to this will probably say, Sean, this all sounds like an excuse for being poor. Maybe you're right. Who knows? But I think the point is we all need to define what our definition of success is in this world. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys consider adopting a minimalist lifestyle in certain ways, if possible. It's something that I need to get back to. Look it up. There's a lot of... Um, a lot of information out there about minimalism and about the things that you can do with it and the powerful force that it can be in your life. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode and we will talk again soon. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco and check out our website keeptalking.co to join our community